Strutting while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> CRXs are super cool. They're so JDM art. Dude, the first time I drove a, F- a CRX after getting into Beamers for a while, for like a couple of years, um, oh, I... Tiny I, and crappy? Well, yeah, super lightweight. I went into a corner really hot, lifted mid-corner just to get it to rotate, and because they understeer a little bit, and like there's absolutely no weight in the back, so like it went fully sideways oh, on no me, way. then immediately stomped on the throttle and just straightened it right back mm-hmm. out. Um, yeah, so easy, crazy. right? Yeah, for our drive course. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Wow, you? Wow, you? Should I just get an Integra Type R, dude, and just get it stolen and see what happens? Yeah, dude, that's a wise investment. A lot of the Integra Type Rs, just, they they all look kind of beat to me. They do. It's the ones on Bring a Trailer and stuff, too. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, the ben- fender caps, like, don't really fit right because they've probably been replaced and... Dude, it's so hard to find a nice one. They're always kind of like jacked up looking. Yeah. I mean, and if, if you do find a nice one, then you don't want to drive it. And then what's the point? And, you know, that whole yep. thing and blah, blah, hmm. But I could buy one as an experiment, get like fancy insurance and see how long it takes to get it stolen or get my house broken into and then stolen. That would be oh, kind of yeah, fun. Cooks. Yeah, get a fancy insurance. Sure. Fancy insurance. Just, just get like Haggerty. Um, yeah. You know. Haggerty for your house? Uh, just get all sure. haggard or what? Should we start this podcast? I think we should. Yeah. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Lane. My name is Brian. My name is what? Chicky Chicky Slim Arto. Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh, can you do that over again? Because that's not, that's not, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. <laughs> Our target demographic doesn't understand that language. I think at the time, that, yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, they're old school people, uh, Brian. I think that too. I'm just. Kidding. I think it's period correct. Is that old it school is. now? Dude, that was like ninety nine, ninety eight. Not at not ninety eight. It was like college. when Eminem was just like an awkward little blonde haired yeah, kid. Yeah, probably ninety nine. Right there, right? Wow, I don't like it. Wow, maybe it was even ninety eight. Holy shit, dude! Time flies. You're right. right. Wow. Since it's nineteen ninety eight, we should pour some some of our fouties out for Warren, our our uh, podcast brother who's not with us. Today. Yeah, he's in like the Nurburgring. Goes out to you, Warren. <laughs> goes out to Warren. <laughs> Yeah, that little bro him right there. Tell my friends. <laughs> Present, passing me on. Um, so what do you guys want to talk about? Do you guys have any, have you guys been doing anything car related this last weekend or anything? It like seems that? like we always do, right? I haven't done much car stuff lately. Somehow, like, oh, really? some way. Keep coming mm-hmm. up with funky yeah. ass hits like every single day. Dude, I went to Capital Cars and Coffee this weekend. Mm. Oh yeah, how was that? It was You cool. larked over there? I larked it. Nice. Well, how do people like your lark, by the way? At these? People love the lark. Yeah, especially at those, right? It's kind of classic. Do you just it's hang out by it and go, yeah, this is mine? I'm constantly popping the hood, closing the hood, popping the hood. People walk the by, hood. you're like, oh, you look at my lark? Yeah, well, actually, I, I had to park outside. They wouldn't let me park in the What? Park. So I had to go grab people and say, you want to check out the lark? Mm. And I take, I walk them over there. Yeah, you know, the line, line, you're like, wait, we'll get a couple more people. <laughs> <laughs> I keep a velvet rope in the <laughs> yeah. trunk. You need like five people cool. minimum for a tour. Like You can't just do like a single person. Yeah, no. 
Um, you gotta get, we gotta find you like a little, um, matchbox or, or a Hot Wheels so you can hang it from the hood hinge and then you can just keep the pop, the hood open and you're set. Did you go solo or you take the baby or what did you do? Take the baby. Okay. The yeah. baby. It was, I wasn't really planning on going, but it was just one of those random times where, uh, Maya keeps mom up all night and so it's like trying to give her some peace in the morning mm-hmm. to just try to bail. Get, get a nap in and so yeah, I just bailed. Um, and, uh, it was rad. I saw Tom's underscore Alec out there. Oh, yeah. And his Volvo. Yep. Uh, he was, was he let in? in the show. Yeah. There was no letting in. It was just, by the time I got there, it was actually really packed. It was, oh. you know, a pretty decent little show. Super hot out. Uh, so I didn't stay too long, but that was kind of the plan from the beginning. Oh, that was Saturday. Yeah. It was yeah. Crazy. But, uh, 105 yeah, in Santa Cruz. I hit up, uh, John Bullock, uh, cause we've been meaning to meet up cause he was going to show me, I don't know, we were talking about, he has the GTO that he had in high school. 65? 64. 64. Oh, the blue one? Yeah. yeah blue a one. Sick car, yeah. And he's got a tri-power, what is it? A 380? 383. 383? Mm-hmm. Yeah, factory tri-power. Yeah, it's the GTO. Uh, and he just put all sorts of stuff on it. The, uh, he did, uh, disc brakes all around, like redone rear end, uh, redone suspension. It was like, all Fox Hodge, shocks and Hodge stuff. Kiss, like, yeah. yeah, Fox shocks, special tuned. Um, cause that's where he works. Uh, and he got a new tranny for it. Yeah, Six real, speed tranny yeah. or is it five? I don't know. I think well, it's a five yeah. speed actually. And he has those really cool wheels, the red and the red line tires. Yeah. And, so it's they're like, like the wide end. Regular and... tires, uh, you know, like solid normal tires. Uh, but then, uh, you know, you take them to this company that'll shave the sidewalls and do do the red stripe, and so you get They're that BFG old look. Comptiers, I think, right? Yeah, I think and so, you just yeah. like shave, yeah, shave the yeah. sidewall, and then they do the red line instead of paying the crazy amount for Coker tires or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then you get kind of a shit tire. Um, but it looks great, and it and he's got like a red stripe along the side now. Yeah. Um, but uh, he said it's a ton of fun. Uh, you know, <clears throat> he's done all the suspension. One of the pro- the the hindrance now though is the stock seat with the stock seat belts. Oh, yeah. oh, she's like, you Flat know, belt. I want to drive this thing, but I basically can't. It's like scary, uh, just because you know you you're just holding on to anything you can. Yeah, and the seat's just pushing you out. Yeah, um, but I hit him up, you know, last minute when I was on the way, and and he cruised out too, and um, saw Dave there. Dave at Dave Speed. Dave Lawrence. Yeah, Dave Lawrence, and then uh, one of their mutual friends. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but he had a really sick Malibu um, that had been in his family. Like his mom bought it brand new or something, and he had it all done up with a f- big old 383 stroker. And um, I saw Bill Christie. Mm-hmm. He had was he a, in the GTO? No, he was in a, a uh, big old a stupid, big old Buick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he had a pretty interesting story. It's that, like a 20s Buick or something. yeah, like a 1927. He saw it uh, like 30 years ago and wanted to buy it from this dude who had a huge collection and the guy wasn't going to sell it. Yeah. You know, it's like a big old, it's like a huge Model A, basically. Like a big old tall top and stuff. Oh, shit, like an old Packard kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. It is a Packard. He sold sold his Packard and bought this. But it's an interesting story of like him tracking it basically like through three different owners and then Mm. finally ending up with it after like for a cheaper price than he would have gotten it 20 years ago and it had been rebuilt completely and like an extra motor. Probably get those for $500 now. No one wants those. Dude, the market is like pretty dying off, man. I saw him and his, I saw he and Pat driving it a couple Mm -hmm. weekends ago. 
And it's, you know, you see him rolling down, you're like, who would want to be that thing? <laughs> he's always had an interesting still taste. Still understand those cars. He's, mm-hmm. he's had some really rad, like, hot rod cars. Yeah, you know, and then he flips over to this he has a sixty. He still has a 65 GTO. GTO. Oh, is it 65? Because he has stack headlights. Um, yeah. And then he has the... Uh, he, I, Tom, I don't maybe know, he, John's is a 65. I think actually. it might be. He has a 65 Camaro. No. Uh, he did. I mean, a 69 Camaro. 69. He used Whoa, to. 65 Camaro. I think it's a 68, <laughs> actually. Uh, I think it, I was thought it was 69? the same as uh, uh, Marvin's. Was it? Yeah. And they were both 69s. All right. And, uh, and then he had an MG, MG. MGA. Yeah. Oh, sweet. And he had that 911, that 84 Carrera, which was like perfect. E30 convertible. The oh, yeah. That's right. IS yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, they've had some interesting stuff. Nice. BMWs and stuff always. Yeah. But oh, any- that 535 that's in my forest right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's in your forest right <laughs> it now? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other standouts? How about any Well, European? I just have to say that, uh, so, you know, this is a, a Buick, uh, his big convertible, and I was like, I got a Buick convertible too. And I... Sh- <laughs> I show him, and he had owned like two different '64 Skylarks. One was a convertible, one wasn't. Um, but he was super stoked on them, and it was nice. mm-hmm. kind of fun to hear some of his memories of it. That's you know typical of Capitola Cars and Coffee. So yeah. definitely more like old old American hot rod type stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. There's almost, always some Euro almost stuff. exclusively, but yeah, there there's always some. a few like cool Porsches, like that yeah. that 912, that really nice cinnamon kind of yeah. reddish yeah. R group one. Is always there. All right. It's like really nice. Like it has like this brown, yeah, beautiful. camel interior. Yeah. It's yeah. like perfect, dude. It's like there's the best, a, like a nine twelve, like a Fiat five hundred Abarth, uh, old one. Oh yeah, sweet. yeah, like white with the checkerboard red highlights and. Nice. But yeah. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the American stuff that's there is pretty rad. Did the AMX show up? I did not see the AMX. Um, Honestly, I just I ran through it pretty quick because you know after saying hi, it was like scorching hot, so hot yeah. and uh, I had to get back for nap time. Mm. But yeah, it was fun, fun to cruise out. That's cool. How are you, Art? Any car yeah, stuff? Are you in Hawaii? Yeah, huh? I was in Kauai for the weekend. Um, lots of jeeps. I made up a new song. Oh. Let's hear it. It's, Should we? Hey, so go. I don't go a fuck. I don't go. Pretty much, yeah. It's Mustang, Mustang, Jeep, Jeep, Mustang, Mustang, Jeep, Mustang, Mustang, Jeep, Jeep Pacifica, Jeep. I saw one Pacifica and a few town and countries, but almost all convertible Mustangs and uh, Jeep Wranglers. That's yeah. all you see on the island. The four-door so, Wranglers, huh? Yeah, so all Bar the locals. on all the windows. Totally. All the locals drive uh, Toyota Tacomas. Four doors. Yeah. 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 And then everyone else drives that. Yeah, my buddy has. I rolled in his uh, his uh, Tacoma four door actually. That's the car that he lets me borrow. Well, he has there. a Raptor. So he rolls in the Raptor, and I roll in his. He Tacoma. gives you the shitty one. Gives me the shitty one. Yeah. Did you pretend oh. to be Hawaiian? Of course, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just give everyone the hang loose. You know, because yeah. there are those bridges where you have to yield to oncoming traffic, and you yeah. alternate. And you just yell at people. You're like, try slow. <laughs> hey, Holly boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was super laid back. No, no really big car. Do you have activities. any more stories about like vintage fans that you want to tell us? Uh, the vintage <laughs> fan, the, the original General Electric vintage fan is still there. Um, the only 
cool car that I saw was that Jeep uh, Jeepster Commander Commando. Oh, that was V six. Cool. Yeah, yeah, super cool. I have some other pictures of it. Um, I didn't see it. It looked all original, uh, green, green on green, and it was towing a trailer. I'm guessing that the boat was in the water because um, it was a pretty newish trailer. So that's kind of rad to like use that as your tow rig. Um, that was the coolest car I saw there, and those are not very common. Speed limits are 25 everywhere on the island, and you can drive almost anything. Pretty much, dude. Yeah. I mean, that, the one thing that I did notice, though, is I was eating lunch at this one spot in Hanalei, and like, the it, this spot? Was, it was the Kaimbra. And, uh, so there was, um, there's one like main drag, you know, in, in downtown there where the little restaurants and bars are. And on Saturday, like at noon, like there were the only thing that you would see were like beat up old trucks with very loud stereo systems and like teenagers driving them. Mm. And like, that's all you can do, right? You just cruise up and down the fucking thing with loud music, trying to get some attention. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's like a typical high school thing to do. Right. Like, yeah. But in this scenario, like you can't like fast car doesn't make sense. Like you don't want a low ride. You know, you have to have something that's sort of practical that has ground clearance. Yeah. Um, and that, that was the extent of like my cool car, uh, site, uh, sighting or car spotting, really. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, so, there's not that much to see out there, is there? Not at all, yeah. How did you not do any car stuff this weekend, Mike? Well, I, I did some car. I worked on my car. Oh. So I, but I, I didn't go. It was so hot, dude. I didn't dude, even leave so my house. Hot. We were supposed to go to our friend's party that you went to. Right. Oh, you guys did go to Michigan? And, uh, um, yeah. It was like too much, basically, to get the kids out and everything. It was yeah. just like, so was Heidi and I looked at each other and both basically shook our head. 106. Yeah. That's how here? the conversation went. It was like 105. Yeah. Um, Heidi Subaru said 119. That's crazy. Oh, because it's reading off of the pavement. Subarus probably like liars. radiating. But I don't know. When we were in Palm Springs, it, it never read above 114 and it was, li- it was literally oh, 114. Yeah. yeah. That's odd. A lot of people were telling me that at work today, actually, that they felt that the, the, I think it might have been legit, dude. It was, it was one of the hottest days I've ever felt. We were, Mm -hmm. we got up there a little bit late, which was probably good up to Sausalito. And Misha was like doing the full, uh, he had the pressure washer out and he was just spraying people down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He loves that pressure washer. (laughs) Oh, I did see him on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. He (laughs) loves it. He loves his little tools like that, dude. Misha's like, I mean, if he has to buy a wrench, he's so stoked. He's like, let's go do Home Depot. Let's buy some wrenches. You're like, I love buying new tools. Yeah, that's it. What is it? He Uh, sent me a picture at like four of like the barbecue and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I can't make it, dude. Sorry. Yeah. I think he was trying to entice me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank God. God. it's not yeah. for land. Yeah. Brutal. Land so there, so, so I see a running driving 944 in the driveway. Wait, yeah. uh, I did do boat life this weekend. We stayed in Sausalito on a boat. Oh, whose boat was that? That's our buddies, Chris and uh, Eddie. Okay, and Russ. They they okay. basically own it and do like an Airbnb thing. Huh. Oh, I'll, and just I'll randomly that night they were open free, and so uh, they let us stay there. It's pretty cool. awesome. Oh, you stayed overnight on it? Yeah, we stayed. Yeah, we slept on it. Oh, that's right. It's a like a big powerboat sort of thing. Pretty, All right, pretty nice. Like, but it has like like sleeping, sleeping like cabins underneath. underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's cool. cool. Yeah, it looked nice. like a nice boat vehicle related kind of yeah and he's right downtown sausalito yeah so and so we just like walk you know, right on the harbor all over in the morning Dude, it's so out. awesome yeah, it's pretty rad wow Dude, some baller boats out there that's I'm for sure. sure yeah how about all the houseboats out there the people some live really in really and they're like but they're like there. mobile homes dude yeah. like people are they've lived they've been there for 50 years and it's, stuff dude it's a it's genius. The little setup. It's like, it's I mean, pretty cool. I think you could probably still do it for a reasonable amount of money. I, right I think they're pretty expensive. I remember seeing well, one I of mean, like the, all you need is a slip. 
And if these guys got a slip recently, it's like, oh, you get a slip. Oh, for like a normal boat, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just but out. you know those houseboat things I'm talking about that are like, they're, they're, they're like, like legit. Over by uh, the ballpark in San Francisco. Oh, McCovey Cove or whatever. Like super yeah. built up. These ones are more hokey. They're more boat-ish than mm, house-ish. There's some that are... We're thinking of two different spots, actually. You're yeah. talking about the place by the seaplanes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're like more yeah. downtown. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know where, where I know where that is, yeah. but yeah. But there, there's still the house thing where we were too because there's um there was actually uh house hunters uh, did a thing on those on those boats and they were like super legit dude you go in there like real houses basically you know too. mobile homes essentially. yeah yeah it's so rad and yeah like while we were staying there i noticed you know you see the seaplanes taking off every once in a while like i guarantee there's somebody there that owns a seaplane and one of those houseboats Fuck, and yeah. it's like dude that is so dialed so yeah cool, dude man. that's super rad i actually found out about that recently by some random email chain that i'm a part of um so those seaplanes 100 yeah. bucks like 120 bucks to fly you out to tahoe like what? from there no, that's not right yeah dude yeah they had like i might have been a special or something but it was 120 bucks for a seat and it's i think they seat like six or seven people or something that's amazing and they fly you from there you just walk right up to lake tahoe Seems like a freaking That's steal. That's pretty rad. And so how rad would that be, too, to do that? Jamie and I really want to do it. I feel like there's something missing there. That's too cheap. Yeah. I mean, it could but have been a special did. deal or something. But We should do that. Yeah, we definitely. We should definitely do that. Just the three of us. Yeah, it's just Just us. the three of us. <laughs> I really... I, well, I don't know why we haven't done one of those Vantigo tours yet. I know, dude. Yeah, I see, I I see Eric it, right? all the time. I mean, like... Four years ago. Yeah. Five years ago now. Yeah, and he's hired a lot more people, too. I've seen yeah. him like three, four times, and then I've seen a bunch of other people, and they always drive by my pad. They go up the hill uh -huh. right there, yeah. and like I want to say what's up, but it's like some random dude that I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah we definitely got to do that. I want to do the wine country one. I go up to- Oh, that'd be right. so fun. We should, yeah, just get a crew. Um, Eric's super cool, too. I talked to him on the phone a couple weeks ago and about some ideas about his- uh, He's talking about like electrifying all his buses. Oh, that's a good call. Or he's going between that and Subaru swapping them. Oh, he's been talking so, about that for a while. Yeah, yeah. So. But he's like ready. I think he's kind of ready to yeah do it. You know, that's an interesting question. Yeah. So uh, it might be similar price. I think you can electrify them for like, yeah. It is like, like the, basically the same it. price. It's like seventeen k or something like that. Seventeen just to do the change. Yeah. Oh shit, that's way more than I thought. I mean, you're buying a motor, you're buying everything, you're doing everything. You know, he's in the long it. run, yeah, with fuel and all those expenses, and he's it seems like he's constantly changing shit out too. Yeah. Like he's always I mean, working on the cars and yeah. having to yeah. get them towed and mm. you know yeah. stuff like that. And that's that would be appealing to customers as well. Oh yeah. And he'd be able to keep like pace with traffic. Can and you stuff? imagine yeah, the difference pulling the hills in San Francisco yeah. with an electric bus? Well, and like when I took it, we had to go. We went up to um, whatever the brewery was, but up you on driven the it? no, I was in it. Oh, but okay. you know, we went up to the high. Oh, we went up the highway a ways, and he's basically like, "Yeah, we're maxed out right now. You know, we're in the slower lane. Just a slow ass bus. It's a slow ass bus packed full of people. Yeah, it's a slow bus with um one, two, three, four, five, like seven people in it. Yeah, not just people, full size dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drinking beer yeah. and a cooler is a beer. Yeah, drinking in the bus. I yeah, mean, 
That was not one of the requirements, you know, when they were designing the <laughs> yeah. movie bus. Well, traffic was also a lot slower back then and yeah. stuff, too. It wasn't what it is today. So it's San Francisco Hills, like, yeah. it's amazing that this I can't believe it actually works. I know, it's crazy. All the, those buses, though, get so many looks and stuff. It's yeah. pretty, pretty incredible. Well, when you go that slow, you just collect looks nonstop. I, I mean, it's, it's like, like you, when you're people walking up and walking hours, yeah. Yeah, My <laughs> favorite thing was he would just do the most questionable moves and people would, like, give him thumbs up. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, things if you were in like any other car they'd be flipping you off and yeah. yelling at you they're like yeah. peace so this is uh, I was uh, sitting uh, in the marina yesterday and a dude uh, younger dude he's probably like early 20s in a new Ferrari shirtless passing something oh that guy's awesome <laughs> downtown <laughs> yeah such a dude. So cool. How many watches yeah. on his uh, steering wheel? <laughs> he just, he he just permanent, like permanently arms, has them all on there. With each watches a... <laughs> on the steering wheel. So I looked this up real quick. Uh, Blackbird, it's called, the, the company. Uh, compared to a lot, not a bad alternative when you figure the fares start at $125 each way. Start out. South Salido so to Tahoe. That's cool. How yeah, long is the flight? That's amazing, dude. I don't know. Probably a couple hours, maybe. That would be a Maybe less. No, probably like an hour and a half. Yeah, that would be tons of fun. And you could just, you can take the little, um, ferry to Sausalito from San Francisco yeah, as well. Yeah, super easy. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really and convenient. I would, I would make them fly low over all the traffic on mm-hmm. 80. You'd make them do that? Yeah. Just, yeah, just laugh at them? Yeah. Just laugh. Yeah. Your maniacal laugh. Yeah. Show them all the watches you I want them to hear me. I want them to hear me. Closer. You're dangling your watches out the, out them. <laughs> Taking, okay. uh, selfies yeah. or whatever with your watches. Alright. Uh, right. right. Um, so project updates. I, on Saturday morning, I got up and started working on the 944. Um, got the ball joint, got the new ball joint in, uh, got the one disc, new disc brake on, or, you know, brake discs. Uh, and then I didn't get the second disc on, by the way. Uh, it got really hot, but <clears throat> I jacked up the back of the car. I had bought a short shift kit. Oh, I saw the video. Like eight months ago, before the Coastal Ranger Alley. Whoa! Oh, wow. And I bought so I bought that and like a shifter arm that connects. It's like um, and it, and it, and so I bought those two pieces and I had those just sitting. So I'm like, might as well do this when you know. And I'm under the car. I'm doing that. I was kind of paying the butt, but not too bad. It's just you know up you on top of the transmission, there, yeah. and you kind of can't see stuff, and yeah. you're using like these like kind of cotter pin clip things that have to go in and kind of figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. Really not too bad, but... And it's 105 degrees or something. Damn. And I'm just sweating like crazy, and then I'll roll over onto a tool and just burn my back. (laughs) And then I go to grab a wrench, and I'm like, ah, fuck, (laughs) and I throw it on the ground. It's burnt. Yeah, exactly. Like, craftsman, like, like, um... Yeah, it, like it's so bad. Like, like Home Alone, like like Home Alone yeah. where you brand it. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, it's like, you're like a full-on shade tree mechanic, but you just don't have a tree with anything. Exactly. My shade was the car, but it was still, it was, I mean, yeah. so I was under the car for like four hours Um, by the time everything was done. And I got up and I felt like I had ran a marathon or something. I was, I was about to fall on the ground, dude. I was so fucking beat. But yeah, I got everything back together on the car. <laughs> How um, is it underneath there? Is it pretty dirty? Is it greasy? It's pretty, pretty greasy, yeah. Super greasy. It's amazing. If you clean the clean the bottom, yeah. Yeah. like really steam clean so it. so nice. Yeah. So much nicer. I also noticed I have my left, I had replaced my right, my passenger side CV, or it's a axle, 
but my left one has a the boot is ripped. Oh, so it's like so spraying grease. It had sprayed grease everywhere too. And it and it's been a while probably. It's like you know, it's a little so and my right one had done the same thing back in the day. So there's mm. you know, there's just grease everywhere yeah. and stuff. So like, it's like everything you like you can't jack the car up high enough really. And you're all you're like everything you touch just gets you fucking dirty oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. And my face was all black yeah. and yeah. That was one of the big things, uh, Alan, when I was building my race car, he's like, dude, you have to, I'm not even going to help you unless you clean the shit out awesome. of the, under this car. And, That's like Canepa, you know, they, they yeah. claim they clean, you know, they spend like eight hours cleaning the undersides of the car before they bring it into the shop to work yeah. on them. Cause, mm. and then, and then the you can see are, everything you're working on too. Like see what's you're wrong. Working on. You're like, Oh, you look at there's dripping well. oil there. It's, yeah. it's from here because right. we don't have old oil everywhere. Yeah. And, like after you take it out of the shop, after you're done, then you can actually see when shit yeah. goes wrong. I would love to get under there and just kind of go one part at a time, like do the whole tranny, you know, transaxle and everything. That, right when I got the Mercedes, uh, I took it to this, having that experience of doing it with my race car, I wanted that again, but I didn't want to do all the work. So I took it to a guy that does underbody cleaning. Which oh, yeah, I remember that. Because, hmm. you know, Capital like, or something. Yeah, and you, because you got to like dispose of all this. It's like all these oils. It's mm, like yeah. kind of a hazardous thing. Yeah. Like, they probably have to do it under the radar. I just put them in the curb. Is that the right thing? <laughs> you just yeah. pour it right down the, yeah, right yeah. Under the ocean. Right yeah. over the just gutter. Down to the beach. Yeah. Exactly. Pour it into the sand. It just there's kind of like uh, this. there's but that one they guy. They didn't do a great job. Like it was like, oh, yeah. You know, like you really have to scrub it. Yeah. They didn't do it the way you would have done it. Yeah. And that's, that's a real way to do it mm-hmm. what is that that one shop in, in san diego like cryo oh, something cr- yeah. Cryoworks, cryo works yeah and they do some crazy like it's like dry ice it. or some shit yeah and it all comes off yeah yeah i mean i mean that it's a trek but wouldn't that that would take off like the undercoating and everything no no it, just, know, it preserves uh, it yeah it gets it's, rid of all the seems shit pretty awesome that sounds yeah. awesome yeah and those guys have like a really cool like 911 race car and they have an e30 m3 and they have all these cool isn't cars the, isn't the same they, guys that motor, own, they have the uh bavaria with the ls one yeah exactly yep. the petrolicious oh, that thing's sick for a week yeah uh-huh. we should yeah. start a chapter up here of cryo Genetics. I know we got a cryogenetics. Cryogenetics. <laughs> Cryogen. We'll freeze your head for five dollars a month. It's oh, really cheap. Yeah, so I got it all done and I took it out, but I'm still like, um, I'm a little gun shy of whether well, yeah, or not the, the last ball two joints. Times you, drove it. <laughs> uh, you just have other people drive. I'm it. pretty sure the ball joints in. So. <laughs> so I don't you, understand. Yeah. The ball joint well, you did you no, inspect I'm the sh- shit out of I'm, it? Now? I'm like, sure I inspect the shit out of it. And it, you know the way it basically works is the ball joint has a groove and the bolt fits through the little groove, and um, that's how the ball joint is held in. Essentially, yeah. it clamps I think and it, it's held on that way. Um, I know it lined up perfectly. Well, it's, it's completely yeah. Inserted. And I know that when I did it, I I I know what I did. I actually didn't know it worked like that. I put it on top of the bolt. Like, so the bolt went through and I put the thing. I thought the knuckle clinches down and has like basically a ring that mm. goes in that area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I was just sucking that together. You know, like I thought the bolt yeah, was actually yeah. was squeezing to, yeah. to cause. Oh, yeah, like a pinch bolt. Yeah. And then it locks in, but yeah. really it has this little. Like groove and it fits right there. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, um, so yeah, I got it all back together. It seems fine. Um, steering feels good and everything. Uh, it def- you know it needs an alignment probably. The steering wheel's like off to the left a little bit or something, like barely. But 
Yeah, it feels nice to get it all back together and everything. And uh, I still need to do my front left, um, put the new brake rotor on, and then I need to put. I have pads for the back that I was supposed to put on before the rally, but it was raining the day before, and I was just able to put the front uh, brake pads on. What kind of pads are you using? Hawk, um, not the crazy ones. The other ones. HPSs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. HPSs. That's a pad. Yeah, so it feels kind of good. Nice. What else? Oh, and the shifter is pretty rad. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it looks really nice and tight. Like and it's like, like it's, it's like, like yeah. gated, like gnarly. Like yeah. it's it's all um, what are those called? Where it's just like a ball. It's like two metal. It's like a metal ball with a receptacle. Oh, like a rod end that it moves around in. Yeah, rod end. Yeah. Now and it used to be, you know, it'd be like rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of rubber and. And now it's like thrust washers. So it's a spherical type thing. And yeah. spherical. Yeah. And it's just all mechanical, like metal linkage, right. right? So it's That's really like change the feel if, a lot. I don't know if you watch the video, Brian, but like in here, it, it's it's just like super <laughs> notchy. Yeah, it's 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 badass, and it shortens the throw left to right and the throw, the throw and the left to right movement by thirty percent. Yeah, oh, and wow. it's a good amount. It doesn't look like it's too short. No, it's you know, not when like, it's like too super. Tight? It's yeah. not like crazy it short. It's just yeah. Yeah, basically, like, perfect. Yeah, no, that's a good setup. I, I'd like to drive it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe after I... Maybe we should race for pinks, and then I'll just own the yeah, 944. Yeah, yeah, then I'll so. own the yeah. 2002. Yeah, I can drive it around. Then I'll fucking run that thing off a cliff. What about your fender? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, the fender. A, Kick it in or something? Yeah, I mean, well, I need a fender, basically. I saw some guy DM does offering you one. Did yeah, you he did. Yeah, I was in LA. It's mm, a pain in the ass. Yeah, Misha was actually down there, and he offered to pick it up. Whatever. Um, oh, because he picked up his M3 down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't he? Uh, his dad actually randomly saw his dad on the plane. Yeah, tell you about that? that. Yeah, yeah I, was on, I was coming back from, from Mexico, and I'm walking back to my seat, and his dad's like, hey. I'm like, oh, shit. He's like sitting there. Didn't he, he? Didn't you say he said Misha? Yeah, he said Misha. He, he didn't know. He forgot my name. So he's like, oh, Misha. And he pointed at himself. And I'm like, oh, right, yeah, right, whatever. Right, right. And so I talked to him for a bit, and he actually ended up coming back and like, chatting with me and he said that um yeah misha picked up a, a like a is it an e46 no, no it's no, a no. it's a okay. e whatever the new one the e oh F- the f80 f80 oh really yeah, F80, yeah. yeah his, his dad so f80 four-door m3 yeah um he got the competition pack oh all right uh so it's like a 2016 or something okay and it's a lease he took over a lease oh it he's was, into the taking he over loves taking over he's he he, like he was text i was texting with him about it. he's like Doing what I know how to do, taking over leases, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like so a there light. one year down on this lease, so there's yeah. like two years left. It's now. like a light metallic blue. It's real nice. Pretty nice color with a carbon roof. Mm. All right. So not the standard blue, the Asmarina. No, no. The Asmarina, it's a light I mean. metallic blue, like an ice ice blue. Oh, that's uh, Silverstone, isn't it? I don't know. It's like kind of greenish a little bit. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And it has a manual transmission. Nice. Slip top. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, the carbon roofs are always dude. Dope seats. Yeah, they're not very comfortable. I sat in really. Those. Yeah, when I, when they first came out, I went to BMW San Francisco and I sat in it. And for me, at least, it wasn't. They were kind of hard. Uh, but I don't know. So they're, I don't know if they're adjustable. Like the bol- if the bolsters are adjustable, and you can kind of make it. They probably are, right? Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, I haven't driven one yet. We're gonna have to swap keys. I haven't again. driven one either. I would yeah. love to. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that's he, Silverstone. He definitely wanted to do donuts later in the evening, but we didn't. Oh. We talked him out of it. Oh, uh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah those, are the, those are the competition package wheels. Yeah. yeah, they look like the. Yeah, he uh, loves those wheels. They too. look like the I, GTS so sure wheels. The wheels. They're like the GTS wheels, but they're not orange, right? They're pretty cool. Yeah, I I definitely I like them more in person than in pictures. They remind me of um, Forge Star. Oh yeah, the yeah. F30s. Yep. I think they're called. Every time, but he he loves them, and uh, I don't know, I don't know if you saw that post where his. Sons like pointing at him. He's like, "Yes, yeah. why, well, yes, son, those are twenties." <laughs> nice, <laughs> interesting choice. Yeah, because he was all over the place, right? He went from my E thirty four M five to that. Well, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. Interesting. What yeah. what motor is in that new M three? I don't even know. It's a twin turbo straight six, isn't it? Or is it a big turbo straight six? No, uh, I think it's twin. It right? is twin turbo, right? I just remember there's a lot of carbon fiber in yeah, it. Yeah, I know it's a lot of horsepower and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, instead they're fast. I mean, what are they like? Yeah. Four eighty horse or something? I really don't or remember. More? Yeah, I remember like when they when they were about to come out, I was super amped on it, and like, and um, they got like a lot of lukewarm warm reviews and stuff. And then the competition pack supposedly like made a lot of stuff better, like made it a little sharper. Yeah, I car. really have not been following them at all, dude. Yeah. I, I like this package. Just it remind. I've preached how I like the E ninety two. M3, uh-huh. if it's like, you know, debadged and kind of a gentle color and kind of like yeah. undercover, but it has the rad wheels and everything in the four-door. Um, I like that package and it's super similar. Yeah. yeah. Dude, did you see that one on BAT? It was uh, E46 M3 ZCP, the like the competition package, slick top, Interlagos blue with a black cloth interior. With like the really sick CSL style BBSs. Sounds no, good. But it's that's like the... exactly what my cousin sold without telling me. Oh, he what? sold it. The Are you first rider refusal? Yeah. The white one. What a yeah. dick. What the hell? He said that he told me, and I swear he did not tell me. No way. You I would have brought it up. Every year. Yeah, I yeah. remember. I, this was like a year ago now that he, oh, that's yeah, messed he up, dude. Damn. You were like really into it. That is like it was a really sick car. That's a really cool car. That is like the same deal except Alpine White. Yeah, which is even better. I think even better. Yeah, I mean that is the forty six hundred. I want. It was the two. It it wasn't just cloth. It was just cloth centers. Right with yeah. the leather on the outside. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and those are super rare. It's like the best E forty six hundred you can buy on stateside, right? Because we didn't get the CSLs or like the GTR, the really fancy ones. Right. Um. Yeah, those are super cool cars. And I mean, I mentioned it before, like the. 46 M3, like, for a long time, just kind of looked kind of weird and bubbly and bulbous to me. But, like, in the last year or two, like, it's really grown on me. Dude, I've always loved that E46 body style. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're really awesome cars. I've driven Rubens a lot. I saw one coming home on the commute from work today, and it got me thinking, I wonder what the raddiest uh, E46 M3, you could, like, what price point you'd be getting. 10K? That's what I've seen, 10 grand. 10K for a manual transmission car. For a manual car. transmission car. And just, like, mismatched fenders, who cares? Well, that's just really like, extreme. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- that's not an engine that you want to cheap out on either. Like, you want that's, to make sure that maintenance that is dialed That was off. actually where the thought yeah. went to, is, like, I don't, you know, you want to make sure it's solid. Yeah, yeah if you're going to get the raddiest car, then get it, or then just get a 330 yeah. Like CI or yeah. I or something. Those know? have all, those also have subframe issues, by the way. So like Rubens was already starting to tear and he had to remove it and do like the reinforcement plates and all that. Um, so that's like one thing you want to look for. You want to do Vanos tabs. You want to make sure that the, uh, or not tabs, plural, but tab. Um, and then there's, uh, the, uh, rod bearings that also fail. So, um, but that type yeah, of shit. Sounds you, like a mess. Well, I you s- can find cars that have already been sorted, you know, and then you're good. I saw, um, What's his, one of the guys on our rally was just rebuilding his, uh, E39 Vanos the other week. Oh, really? Yeah. Looks like fun. <laughs> yeah. Sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. My brother bought a, my brother Blaze with the Scirocco, 
bought a 2000 E, um, E39 528, no, 528i or 530i. I don't know. I don't know because they changed that one of those. I forget what year, like if it's a, I feel like he got a 530. I remember Pat was looking for a 530 manual for a really long time. Yeah. So he got a 530i or 528i manual. Uh, non-sport package, mm. which, uh, you know, sport package is kind of the way to go. Yeah, they look a little frumpy without it. Yeah, yeah but it's so it has like 15-inch BBSs or whatever yeah. they are. Um, blue on tan, like dark blue. Um, peeling clear coat on the top parts. But one owner car, um, fully like all maintenance records, everything. Nice. Like the thing is like tight as a drum. Like Dude. I got to ride in it. So How many like, miles? Uh, 170 or something like that. I forget. Oh, but for? 1500 bucks. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, it's so much car. It's like, yeah. it's really nice. I mean, yeah. it, like he was going over all kinds of pavement and stuff. The thing yeah. makes n- not a single noise. Dude, that mm. is the ultimate commuter car. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. That's a good commuter car. so much money over the life of the car. Yeah. So he's, I don't know, he's pretty stoked on it. Seems like a cool, you know, I mean, yeah, so much car, 1500 bucks. I just yeah, think back is. like. I remember my godfather like bought one of those brand new in 98 or whatever with a sport package. And I was like, oh man, so, you know, yeah, that's such an awesome car. It was like a $50,000 car back then or something. And now you're, he's basically like a peeling clear coat away from that same car. Yeah. 1500 bucks. Yeah. And those things are, so my brother's on this weird trip where he, he only want, he only buys these like cheap cars that are plentiful at, um, he likes pick and pull. Right. So, dude, I love it. That's, so he, he had that 850, um, Volvo with a five speed that he bought for like 700 bucks. And he did all this, like, you know, he put a new gauge cluster from a tur- from a later one, like that he got at, at pick and pull. And he put new different door panels, like leather door panels that he got, like all this stuff, you know, ended up spending like $200 because <laughs> everything's yeah. big and full is like five bucks, dude. Yeah. yeah. And he sold that car. He made a good profit on it. I think he sold it for like 2,500 bucks or something. And then he's, he wanted to buy another car and he wanted something that there's a lot of them at pick and pull and E39s are plentiful at pick and pull right now. Oh, okay. That's a good call. Yeah. That makes sense. And it seems like, you know what else is plentiful at pick and pull? Or, I mean, there's quite a few of them is like the, I always forget the model the model number, but it's a 740, 750IL, you know, ILs and I's from that oh, era. Really? You oh, know, the yeah, really good E38? looking ones? E38s, yeah. yeah. Squares. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really nice car. Yeah. Those I've, are nice. I, dude, you can buy them for so cheap, too. Well, it's they have crazy. The funky, they have the air suspension and everything, though, too, don't they? Uh, oh, the I don't know. Maybe I don't know. the... I don't know. There are some drawbacks to those. Maybe the ILs or like the seven. Or maybe I'm just thinking of the motor. Like the 750 is kind of a funky motor as far as maintenance goes. They're really beautiful cars, and they They are pretty well for what they are. That's all I know. But I don't know. Yeah, they drive nice. My brother had a Pierce Brosnan. Is good enough for me. Shane, (laughs) my brother had one. Um, Black on black 740i. Uh, Isn't that what Tupac got shot in? I don't know. Is it? His was really nice, so it had the sport package, so it had the, the big wheels and yeah, and nice. It was a really nice looking car, and uh, he got rid of it at like eighty thousand miles or something like that. But it was, you know, like all of those BMWs, like he had replaced like three other window regulators and stuff like that. You know, they always have those little issues. Yeah, but that's any Beamer. But yeah, and now if you can get them for fifteen hundred bucks, kind of like all right, dude, I have to do a window regulator here and there. Yeah, might be yeah. worth it. Yeah. 
Or just don't fix it. Just yeah, exactly. It's a back window. Who cares? Leave it <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. As long as the AC works. Yeah. Chilling. Um, and I got other... a couple of project updates, all wheel related. Uh, I found uh, I can spot the hubcaps, uh, the Skylark hubcaps on 17. What? What? Yeah, uh, there's n- almost nothing I can do about it, but there are somehow, I, I think I s- definitely won. Uh, uh, maybe I see both of them. Um, again, they're separated by like a mile or so. Uh, but they're on the fast lane. They're on the, the, they're leaning up against the oh, center the divide on the K rail. What the? <laughs> Which I don't even understand how that happened because when I saw them fly, they were, it was, I was in the fast lane. It was the right side of the car that they both flew off of. And I looked in the mirror as it went, pa- they, you know, across the highway. Uh, you know, across the slow lane and, yeah. and into the dirt, basically, I was assuming. But I I don't know how it happened. But two hubcaps leaning against the K-wall. Um, one of them is definitely mine. They're lost forever. Dude. Man dies trying to get Dude, this is, a late, this is a late night thing, man. Like, you, no. you, you need I, someone, where do you park, no, though? You need someone in the passenger. You need a passenger no, dude, to run so out grabbing sketchy. bail. Because you can see headlights. No, no you dude. That, Art. You can't do that. Dude. That is so sketch. There's no room between the lane and the no, absolutely not. And it's all like blind turn shit. Mm. The only way you can do it, I think, magnets. <laughs> <laughs> it's stainless steel. Right, uh, a grabber, like a like a a grabber hook, like a custodian uh, a little, grabber, like a garbage yeah, deal. Just drive by, <laughs> or uh, a Saturday morning at 11 a.m. You drive. Out to San Jose, and then you get in stop and go traffic coming into Santa Cruz. Oh, so you're you, basically like subjecting yourself to this traffic just yeah, so you can go super slow. That's by. a good. You're passing idea. it at three miles an hour. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. Totally and then Saturday you have a, or have Sunday, have a passenger that can like beach traffic, traffic or use a little bubblegum stick thing. With, yeah. But your luck would be like it that's go when traffic right goes there, fast. Right? Yeah, right. Or you can just pay so, twenty dollars on eBay to get one. Right? Wasn't that's it? right. <laughs> that's the real answer. But it's so crazy that I drive by it every day and I can look at my beautiful. Uh, right there, it's right there. It's propped up almost like it's on display, and it's yard. probably all fucked up. It's probably fucked up. But dude, I I really want to have it. They don't even stay on when they're perfect, dude. Can you imagine now? I hate them, but yeah. I really want it back, dude. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's got to be totally messed up. That's so other weird. news. Uh, I bought a set of steel wheels. Uh, I saw that. It's probably the longest Craigslist searching I've ever done. From when I got the Chevy, like pretty soon after I got the Chevy 56 Chevy, I always wanted to replace the 80s uh, super wide uh, centerline wheels that are on it yeah. with, you know, just stock 15 inch style. Um, and so steel Chevy steel wheels is like a search that I've been using for so long on Craigslist uh, on the parts and uh, finally got them. So uh, 15 by 6 steel wheels from a 65 Chevelle. Um, which is, uh, I'm really stoked on because like, you know, they, most of the Chevy stuff back then are 14 inch wheels Hmm. are a lot, you know, most of what you find, um, the 55s and 56 Chevys had 15 inch wheels, but they were 15 by fives, uh, 15 by seven is, would be a cool size, but, um, 15 by six is a decent, you know, that's like a, a, a decent width. Yeah. Uh, and it allows you to get 15 inch tires, uh, which, uh, opens it up a little bit. You know, there's still, the selection is still not great mm-hmm. at 15 inch size, but it's better than 14s. 
Um, so anyways, that was, that, those wheels were available, uh, a little while back. Uh, the guy was asking 200 for them, which I thought was a lot. I was waiting for somebody to just be selling old steel wheels for 50 bucks, you know, for a set. That's what I've been looking for. Um, so 200 seemed like too much. Uh, I lowballed him with 80 bucks and he said no. Uh, and then I waited a month or so and the ad came back up and, uh, this is right after I lost the two hubcaps. And, uh, so I said, fuck it. And I just offered 140 and, and picked them up last week. Nice. Yeah. Um, the, um so what's the plan? Are you going to like blast or something? Or? Well, uh, I was thinking maybe, you know, have them sandblasted and powder coated, but I got a quote for that this morning. It's 85 bucks a wheel. To sounds do that. about right. That's kind of a lot of money, dude. So I'm just going to clean them up and, Probably spray paint them or actually I'd be interested to hear what you think lane. So for wheels, you want like a durable finish. I wonder if I could get some of the special spray paint that you use for your bumpers. Um, that's more of like a real car paint. Duplicolor. That's they're made for wheels. I mean, you can do that. Just oh, really? Yeah. Again. I don't, I haven't looked. I was thinking like Rust-Oleum at the bare minimum. Would right. Be well, the shitty thing what is color that, you know, do? I think, I think white to match the top. I, 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 I'm not even necessarily going to do anything immediately. Like I've got good tread on my tires now. Um, but, uh, I think it would be a cool look, you know, white wheels, kind of like old NASCAR style, uh, before they went super wide, uh, and matches the white top with the the green contrast. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's like paint wise. So what's, so Duplicolor is like a real paint. Yeah. They make wheel paint. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if, I mean, I guess they do white. I haven't seen something to be thick, you know, like that. Yeah. It's, it's temperature, it's brake dust, all that shit. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that you want to do though is, you know, not, not only just clean them up, but you, I mean, shit, I bet they're all scuffed up and everything. You want to primer them really well to fill in a lot of those hairline like scratches and shit. Yeah. And then, but they, I, I'm pretty sure that Duplicolor makes a primer too. So then that would be thick to like fill in a lot well, of that I stuff. I mean, yeah, you can use a filler primer. Yeah, like know, um, a filler primer to fill stuff. Like and then, etch it, then fill Yeah, use an etching fi- primer, filler primer, and then I, I would just spray some white paint, dude. I don't think you're. Hmm. It seems like though there'd be a benefit to using a, a quality paint. Dude, I know like. Yeah. Like, they even have, like, ceramic coating style where it's, yeah, like, yeah. appliance paint. I mean, dude, it's like using, easy to clean, you know? using this formula, like, you know, ordering a can or, you know, a can or two of white base coat and then doing a two-part clear wouldn't be a bad idea. You could get a really nice finish out of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, they so. do sell it. I just found it. They sell a white duplicolor uh, wheel coating. Hmm. Okay. Super yeah, cheap. So maybe that's the way to do Six it. Six bucks a can. Oh, yeah. And see that I don't know about clear coat because it would be nice, you know, if they got damaged in any way to be able to just spray it and yeah. you know clean it up. You could also, you don't want to spend the money getting powder coated or anything. I mean, that's what I just got a quote for. It's yeah. eighty-five bucks a wheel to get a powder coated. Seems, yeah, I guess that's about. I it. mean, that's like cleaning it and powder. Coating. Yeah, yeah. So that's like Time, the sandblasting. Dude. That's and nice. Yes, yeah, so yeah, that's pretty good. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still kind of, I mean, compared to the cost of just cleaning them and then spraying yeah. them, like, you know, I, I could dirtbag it and see how that goes. Yeah. Cause how much are like brand new steel wheels? Yeah. They're like 80 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not original 1965 Chevelle wheels. That's true. Yeah. I would just paint them, dude. I, I think just use some like Dupacolor or something like that. You're fine. Oh, and or sorry, use like I an SC. I think it's a little more than 80 bucks. SEM make, might make some. You know, they make some good paint too, like something like that. You know, they make a probably a more quality paint. I don't know if it's, I'm sure it's fine on wheels. You know, any paint will be fine. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, sounds like some other options. I thought you might say this stuff that you're using for your bumpers, like the, with the catalyst and all I that. I mean, it's just standard. It's like having your wheels painted from a, at a body shop, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So there's... um. Um, when I was in high school, I remember I used, um, a freaking paint that it's, it's for like mailboxes. It's a Rust-Oleum product mm-hmm. and also you use it on like barbecues and shit like that. So yeah, that's yeah. also like thick right. and high temp. Yeah. It's like yeah. a ceramic yeah, or it has a, probably has ceramic in it. Like yeah, kind probably. of a, appliance paint would yeah, work. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So that's actually like that. on my roll cage. That's probably not a bad idea. Like yeah. an appliance paint and it's really hard too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know if it's any cheaper than wheel paint. That's six bucks a can, but I mean, it probably requires less primer and shit like that, right? To like, and it doesn't have to be as perfect. It probably fill it up. Yeah, because it kind of like flows and it, it kind of fills. Yeah, yeah. Perfection. Extends. I, I feel like it's harder. Yeah. Than like. Yeah. Yeah. Which you probably want. Yeah, for that type of. I like it hard. Yeah, you do. I like it hard. Yeah. Some like it hard. There's a movie, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not not in the theaters. So yeah, to. so now you have to and then you have to get tires and everything. So you're a ways out. So Chris, the tire that I want is the uh I want to go like a light truck tire and I think people are gonna try to talk me out of it. But the Michelin LTX MS two. Or no, now it's the Michelin Defender LTX. Why letters out? No. Why not uh, just comp TAs? You'd be it's Chris too hot roddy. Why do you want a truck tire? I just want a fucking good tire, durable. durable. Modern modern design, like tall sidewall. Like, you know, it's it's not going to be a big tire, really. It'll be a, like a 205 70 15. But isn't it like a... Like a... BF Gooders Comp TA like, has a nice, like, sidewall and everything compared to that? Oh. No, I think this has a good, like, classic look. The BF GTA, to me, says... Uh, you know, it's like, I'm trying to be a hot rod, basically. You know, like, that's what you put on. It's like where, you know, back in the day, these tire, the tires that were on the cars in the 60s were, like, tall and, and skinny and kind of, like, you know, the BFGs are kind of bubbly and it's got that unique tread pattern that's, like, I don't know, it screams, like, I'm trying to be fast or whatever. I just want, like, a tall... Actually, look at old NASCAR photos. That's what I was trying to look up. And look at 1960... It was like 1964, actually, is when they started going Well, those are all biased ply, right? Wide with the wheels. Yeah, I mean, it's all the look, right? Like... You can't get a biased ply look, really. No, well, what I'm saying is it does kind of... Like, these truck tires kind of mimic it, and it's not even necessarily... Square shoulders and stuff? Yeah, square shoulders, and it's not necessarily like a heavy-duty truck tire. Like, this is what you would... It's what we have on the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Okay. But, you know, that's a fully different size, 20-inch rim. But, you know, you would put this on a little, uh, you know, mid-size pickup Mm -hmm. also. Uh, And, you know, the Buick Skylark, that's not that far from a pickup. It's like, you know, same weight and sort of, you know, the type of stuff you're doing. And driving hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I, so it's got, I, it's, it's just got kind of like the, the taller look. I'm, I'm kind of a nerd about it. I'm just throwing it out there. There may be objections. I but. definitely would, I want to see what it looks like. I mean, I think, you know, performance wise, any modern tire is going to be whatever the hell came on the car and you're going wider anyways, too. Yeah. Um, just a little bit. I don't want to go crazy. I, I see what you mean. I mean, cause you, you end up with like the whole, Kind of like Camaro rally wheel look, yeah. Like and and it's that's super not what easy it, yeah. to get to that. And I, I yeah. have a V six, like that's not what I'm yeah. Going for. I'm trying to yeah. Like, if anything, it's like yeah. 
you know, I, I could you almost get in between like a low rider and something different, you know, with the steel wheels. I, I feel like I would have to lower it a little bit too, but that's a whole nother discussion. It's actually a, kind hmm. of a tough question. So you can just like cut springs or something. Yeah, you would, except for the back ones are uh, progressive, so they wrap oh, in. Shit. So you can't just if you cut them. So there's a spring perch, yeah, or whatever the top hat, and it's made for a tiny little. Circle it, where it winds coils down, down. And, yeah, yeah. and and so if you cut it, then all of a sudden you're a wider circle, huh. and it doesn't fit within the little right. retainer. So you have to basically, uh, you, uh, like pick a new top hat sort of thing, and you bolt that or weld that to the. Channel. What about oh, wow. the bottom? Is the bottom all wide? Why don't you cut I the bottom so. part? Uh, uh, I don't know. Actually, I think that would be basically. I I haven't looked. At it myself, I haven't actually jacked it up. I've just yeah, kind of you just research it and so. But if you yeah. do that, you definitely want to get new shocks because you're gonna get you're gonna up the spring rate and then you're lower and you're gonna have like, yeah you blow the shocks yeah. out. I could probably use new shocks anyways. Yeah, it, it quickly escalates. Yeah, into a little bit of like, money. You have there. to buy some like fifteen dollar Monroes. And it's so expensive. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. So hard to replace. But uh, they, uh, I mean, so it's like you do spring kits. Instead of doing all this cutting, you know, and, and, and adding in different perches, I mean, I mean, you can just get a spring kit. It's a, the A-body chassis is like. Oh, know, so they make a bunch of. They make, there's a ton of options, except it's all like one-inch lowered springs, which basically don't do anything. Mm. Like you can't even tell. Yeah. You know, and so you get down. I, I was chatting with Dave about it on Instagram at Dave Speed. Uh, and he was saying, like, you know, you don't want to go much more than two inches because uh, then you got, you're changing the geometry and you got to correct for that. But I kind of want to go more than two inches. Yeah, you could give us a the geometry. Geometry on that. <laughs> yeah. Thing. I don't have to take that class anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I did that in high school, man. <laughs> mm. Um, so try to find, you know, finding the the two to three inch lowering springs is a little more difficult. And it's basically for people who don't give a shit and like don't care about handling and all that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm in this weird zone of like, you know, wondering, like looking at dirt track cars, what do they do for stiffer springs? And I mean, uh, the chassis has been something that people have modified for a long time. Why not uh, air ride? What that I mean, mean? That, that is Dude, that's, that's pricey as fuck. Is it? I Apparently, no it's not yeah. as expensive as you think it would be. And maybe I could find used stuff. I don't know. I probably heard. like three k or something, right? Yeah, that yeah. much. I mean, you have to have all the control equipment and everything. You got to be able to air it up and. Hmm. Yeah, I really, I have no idea. I've never looked at the pricing. Three thousand is always the swag that I have in my head, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure. And you might be able to dirtbag it for cheaper, but that would be a lot to throw at it. That's and I like, think to do cheaper, you have to be like a guy, a fab guy too, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't buy a kit. Yeah. At that point, you you yeah. have to be out there with your welder, and right? Doing right. shit. Yeah. 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 Brian's a cool guy, but not a fab guy. You know, yeah, that's true. Not yeah. Quite fab. It's not quite <laughs> yeah. fabulous. Um. So huh. I'd like something dirt cheap that I could just throw on there. I mean, if I if I could cut the springs all around, I would do that immediately. Um, anyways, there's so, some thoughts uh, from Brian. I remember you had been mentioning that the Jeep might be going. You're looking for replacements. Did yeah. you make any progress there? Um, no, dude. It's a pretty good truck. I don't know. It's, it's I can't I can't think of anything to replace it with. 
That seems to do all the... I mean, everything you wanted to do, right? You just yeah. have those, like, initial problems. And... You're kind of not at that point yet, either. With well, your, no, with I'm, your... thinking, I'm thinking ahead. It's like, we have the warranty's up in, at 75,000 miles, and we're at, like, 62. Mm, so, yeah. we got 10,000 more miles, and Christina's not commuting right now. So, you know, that can last a little a little while. Yeah, um, at least another year. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm buying a brand new car, and... and to going through the depreciation curve, like that's you know probably not the best move you could make financially. Uh, I am at a point right now, you know, I can't change the past. Whatever we did there, like maybe we should have bought one that was a, a couple years old or something, or or something different altogether. I don't know. Um, it has been a great truck for us, and and we're pretty stoked on it. Really, the ownership. Uh, but I I am where I am now. We're whatever three years into ownership and uh like i i don't know what to do at this point i don't know what the smart money is it seems actually like we should just keep going with it because we i mean if we got out of it we'd probably get like 23 grand for it maybe Mm. i don't know 23 25 Uh, it's definitely like a buyer's market there's a ton of them out there i think uh and and what would we get for like right now we have a sixty thousand mile jeep that's like in great shape and does everything we need well and gets fair gas mileage you know compared to other options you know we get 20 miles per gallon that's like decent compared to everything else and uh so i don't know what else i would jump into like what can you get for 23 grand that uh does similar stuff gx 460 or 470 it's smaller and it's like I, it seems about the same. I mean, yeah, it's higher off the ground. Well, it's but, body on know. frame, right? Yeah, so it has less frame. room and it and less space. And, and like, and we like the interior. I I haven't actually looked at the GX. I mean, against the Forerunner, like we really appreciate the nicer interior. Of ours. Yeah, yeah. The uh, t- I mean, the Lexus has. I mean, the, the GX does have a taller, like more headroom. It's a taller truck, and they also lowered the frame um, relative to the Forerunner. Um, that's oh, one. So it has a lower center of gravity and it has a little more interior room. I mean, Ruben has one, so that's easy if you want to check it out. Yeah, I would be interested, but it's like, so what, I mean, what would I be jumping over? Like, what did he pay for his? I don't remember. Well, his was a unique situation. It was a very low mileage car with a salvage title. So I think he paid like, like 13 or something. Yeah, even less. I think it might have been like 11 grand or something. And it has like 75,000 original miles. It's a really nice car, but it had, it yeah. was sideswiped and he has all the Yikes. pictures of the repairs or whatever. Um, yeah. So I mean, it was all like metal. Line, though, yeah. It was yeah. all metal. Like, you know, dam- it was all body damage, not, not chassis or frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he drove it all the way down to like deep into Mexico and back and, and had the air up. suspension blow up. He did have, yeah, right. he, so he had and the shitty one there. Like yeah, and the, yeah. And yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean mine, ours might have that same type of issue, too. Yeah. But. And that's something that he's going to replace. He's going to replace the whole air kit with with springs and everything like that. He's going to go full off-road Baja style with, like, metal bumpers and, you know, all this crazy shit on it. But, right. I mean, not so, that you I mean, I think own. really, yeah, like, so I don't know, for us... You know, we'd be jumping into something. Uh, I don't know. If we wanted to save money, we could maybe buy one of those. Uh, well, I don't know what year he is, actually. I don't know. It's like a 2006. It maybe? just seems weird to make a lateral move like that. That, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, we know the ownership history of ours, and uh, I feel like compare price for price, like we have, we're going to get more in our Jeep 
uh, amenities wise and ride comfort wise than we would jumping into a used Toyota, which are historically super expensive used cars to buy. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they also hold their rally very well, right? So it's like in the long run, you're paying, you know, you're going to pay less to get into it and it's either going to hold its value or possibly appreciate in the long run. Not that I'm encouraging you to make that move now, but I think, I don't know, I guess it's a move you can make, you know, once your lease exp- or once your warranty expires as well. Um, but I don't know. I was just curious, yeah, because you had mentioned it, and it seemed like you were like seriously considering even like four door pickups and all kinds of shit. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I have been looking at that. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's really like what I I don't know. Like you know, you can jump to it. It depends on the goal. Like uh, if you want to save money, you can buy like a higher mileage, like a hundred twenty thousand mile car. And then try to take it to like two hundred thousand and see, you know, yeah. if hope, you know, kind of roll the dice. But so then you're always gonna have some some yeah. stuff, right? Maintenance, just normal water pump. Yeah, you know, oh, radiator, so, oh, who knows all that stuff. Like if I look three years down, uh, you know, I'm gonna have. So right now, say it's worth twenty three grand. Uh, in three years, I'll have I don't know ninety thousand miles on it less probably mm. uh and it'll probably be worth like 15 or something yeah, i don't no know idea. i haven't been paying attention 12? to those at all yeah. i don't know um, well but at least that's yeah, you got, like you got your money's worth out of it right you got the use and it's i guess it's the most important they, thing it's like it, it seems be, like it's the right tool for what you guys need i guess checks I mean, all the boxes i don't know in hindsight like i think it would be worthwhile for us to do like an evaluation of like what did we get out of it i mean mm. we didn't go off-roading that's for sure mm. it didn't fit that niche like if it's too nice to go off-roading we don't want to mess up the 20 inch wheels yeah and it just wasn't like part of our you know, weekend ritual to do that. So then do we need the ground clearance? Do we need the all wheel drive? Like, you know, if we could have had a minivan that like basically didn't appreciate, uh, depreciate much at all. And, you know, we just put miles on it and it was lower buy-in costs, lower monthly payment. Hmm. I mean, you know, there, I probably could in hindsight come up with better, better options. So, so funny that you mentioned that, um, I've been looking, you know, looking around for cars, you know, for the NSX replacement. And there are some places that deal with mostly, you know, kind of niche luxury. It's like they're very low volume dealerships that um, don't mark up the cars a lot, but they move inventory and they have like, you know, nice G bodies. They have some, uh, some F355s, uh, whatever, you know, um, Corvettes and shit like that, Lotuses. And there's one in particular that sells a lot of Tio- of Toyota Sienna uh, V6 minivans. Yeah, um, I was looking at those on YouTube. It's crazy. Like they 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 have like five or six in inventory out of like 20 cars total that they sell, maybe 30. Hmm. Um, so I was wondering. I mean, I guess they hold their value really well, and they sell like hotcakes, right? Especially in the Bay Area, because they probably have the power, the space, they're luxurious. They have the utility Toyota and all that. Reliability. They have yeah. all-wheel drive. No other all-wheel drive. Oh, okay. All-wheel drive. All right. It's That's the only all-wheel drive option. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of weird. Like, you know, out of all the all the luxury, cool, sporty shit that they have, and then all of a sudden you have these minivans. Um, but yeah, so I've been looking around. I mean, I you know I've been sharing some 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 options out there. Uh, one thing that I, so two things that I've actually determined in the last you know couple of weeks is. One of them is that, you know, I had this idea of like maybe getting a 912 and building out this hot rod 912 that I've been talking about forever. I know you, you like that idea yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And 
after driving uh, Alex's 912e, which is hot rodded, has a 2.4 liter, like, you know, fat performance motor. It's got like 165, 170 horsepower or something. Um, you know, I got to drive it. It drives na- nice. You know, it's, it's peppy. It has good power and everything. Good induction noise, but it doesn't sound very good otherwise. And like, you know, when you're dealing with it, like a car like that, I feel like, I want that flat six, flat six sound and like I'm okay with that like little chuntry four cylinder and a type and an old beetle or something, but like I, I don't I don't want to own that. Like I, I just the more I thought about it, like the more I wanted that like whale of like a flat six behind Dude, me. I think yeah, I'm good with that in a twelve thousand dollar nine fourteen, but I'm not good with that in a in a forty thousand dollar car. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, and so $60,000 car. And so, and so that's the funny thing is that then, you know, I've been sharing some of these 914.6 builds, like a 914.6 GT build. And, you know, I'm, I'm cool with a 914 even, but I want the 914.6 style with the GT flares and all that. Like that's a car I would consider. You want a six cylinder, but I want a six cylinder. So that definitely makes that, that's important, you know, so. I, you know, there are all these really sweet 912s in the area right now. There's one in Pleasanton, not very far from my house. It's a really beautiful, like, it's almost like a, like a, like a Sahara beige, Nevada beige kind of color. It's like that tan, it's sand beige, I think it's the color, with a really nice black interior, nice original car, car, five speed, uh, five gauge car. Um, and you know, it's like 34 grand. Like, I mean, it's a really nice car too, you know, and you're finding these cars They're now. They're so slow though, dude. But it's They're like, that's so, like, totally. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I don't, on top of the fact that they're really, really slow. Like, I mean, the idea would be to hot rod it, but like, I don't care to own that motor dude, anymore. I've never, I've never had the desire for one of yeah. those. You have to go like straight polo motor or something. So that's like what that. I wanted yeah, to do. But counts. then you're talking about spending 25, 30 25, grand on a motor, yeah, just, yeah, on exactly. a motor. just on the yeah. motor. And so, you know, and I, I, one thing that I've learned so far just from doing carbs and having my car sit for two months is I don't want to go through that experience again. Like I like to work on my car and tinker on it, but still have it be like a driving project. And like just to have it sit in the, in, in a, I mean, I guess you could just drive the shitty motor, but I'm yeah, not going to enjoy the it. Motor until you save up for the polo. But then like slow as hell. Well, and then like you have to the shop. To get the so, transfer. You didn't, I mean, we've set it up plenty, but just to be super clear, you sold the NSX, you have to fill that spot. You have the 2002 sitting in spot one right now. Yep. What is in spot two? Yeah, so and you I'm alluded. I'm surprised that you're even looking so much at the 912 and 914. Well, you alluded to it on the last podcast. You said now you kind of don't want another carbureted car. You want more of like a, uh, I mean, you know, the NSX filled the niche of the more semi-modern car so you i would right. i would imagine you're kind of wanting a semi-modern sports car totally and to i it. don't and that was going to be the second thing the first thing is yeah i determined definitively that i don't want to go with a four-cylinder you know porsche like I, that's just not what i want to do at least a flat motor right like you know i have been looking at 968s again um you know and i want something that's interesting of course i want like sports seats i want mo 30 like a really really sick 968 um and but I definitely want that. I want a fuel injected car. I don't want to have a carbureted, a second carbureted car, you know, like I, I want something that I can jump into and drive and, and, you know, and it's, there's, there, there are several options there. Um, you know, I've, well, I've kind of been looking at 500 E's again. Um, I know I went through the whole sedan thing. Um, but it's still a car that I, w- I would like to own and experience. I think they're super cool. Uh, and, They've do they they keep appreciating and like you know uh they it's not it hasn't been a super steep curve like you know a lot of the cars that we twenty k or what twenty twenty five is what you're looking mm. at now and you know and I feel like you'd be a little 
I think he'd be bored immediately. Yeah, I think it's kind of the it's M5. fine fourth car. I think it's like the E34 M5. So that's my fear, but and and that's my fear, right? It's like there are very few things that I could do to that car is like wheels, really. No, you just tires, keep it, you yeah. don't even do that because it I, ruins it. I want to. There's I want to put like like Brabus or Brabus or however right, you describe you that, like but... monoblock threes. Those are the wheels that I want. And that, yeah, that three spokes, obviously. Uh, no, not three spokes. Uh, but um, it's a very specific design, and I think that looks sick. Like just kind of almost like a pimpy yak is a kind of like look on the car and right. like slightly lowered wider wheels like per, like aggressive rubber that's um, all you can do you can't do anything yeah, else and totally. even that is like pushing it dude. euro headlights is, is pretty much all you can do too because i hate the plasticky bezel gross things um all right so, so you're not super into that anyways this yep. is just you thinking a little bit too hard about it. options options yeah. so that and it's like what else are, what else is in there you know what is a cool 80s 90s um, that that I could own, and F three fifty five is still sort of in the mix. I mean, I but you're a little Nick, worried about that. It's yeah, it's a big expense, and you know whatever. It's not like at the top of the list. What's kind of been bumped now to the top of my list is, I mean, I'm still looking at G bodies, and I'm still looking at nine eleven SCs. Um, Land Rover, and no, it's actually uh, I still want a freaking I want a clown shoe very badly. Do it, dude. dude. I like that idea. I want a clown shoe very badly. Yeah, and, fucking and, shit on the and, head. And uh, and I've been looking all over the brown place. one, so you can't see it. I know, right? <laughs> um, and so. Um, the more I look at them, the more I want to steal a gray car. And I know I don't want necessarily want an S54 car, but they only made them in an S54, right? So that was the later, like, gunmetal color. And it's got a blue hue in it. And it really accentuates the lines of the car, especially the rear hips. And they look sick. Um, they're very expensive. Like, you know, they're, they're, it's just so much money for that car. I mean, you know, the cheapest ones I found are like, you know, forty, forty-two, forty-three thousand dollars $43,000 for these cars now. So, it's just too much. So I'm just like actively looking, you know, Estoril blue is a good car. And then I've seen a really nice Estoril blue locally, um, that I actually checked out, um, two tone interior. So it's like, you know, it just, it does. Yeah. So it's like trying to find a nice car with a black interior is a very rare. It's, it's hard. So that's cool though, because I like the search and I like to research and like, like to see what's out there, but that's a car that that's, that I've always wanted and I have to own. So now is, you know, a better time than ever really. And, uh, yeah. and I can, and I, I like those, dude. I like that choice. And I can do a two seater. No problem. I mean, you know, we have the X one and you know, I had this conversation with Jamie and it's like, she's like, yeah, just get whatever you want. Like yeah. there really isn't a reason for you to have that practical car. You know, like we, ne- we never end up using it. So, yeah. Um, so I've been looking at those a lot again, and, and there's a really cool site, uh, MCOOP Buyers Guide or MCOOP, yeah, I think it's MCOOPBuyersGuide.com, and they, and they, it's like an aggregator where they list all the listings from everywhere, Auto Trader, Craigslist, eBay, all that, and you know, they just get money from ads and shit, and they write like little, blo- they basically take the ads and then write another little sort of piece on them and like more information, and you know, since, the guy who runs it really knows the cars will like note specific details and differences between the cars. Um, so that's what I've been after a lot. Um, or, you know, as I said, you know, G body is still in the mix. I want a really cool, like rare color combination. I have to have sport seats. So that's like another thing, right? Like I'm looking for that's something very rare, specific. Right? Yeah. The they're rare and it's a premium and it adds a, a, a premium typically. So, um, I found a um, cool option. I found a really nice white nine, six, four, uh, but it doesn't have an LSD and I want an LSD car as well. So like I'm now going through like very specific kind of like criteria that I must have to even make the purchase because I'm not in a really big rush. So like, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Except um, you kind of are in a big rush. 
I don't know. I'm not really. I mean, the, the 2002 is fine. I mean, I cruised in it down here again today, and, you know, it runs fine. And uh, it literally takes, like, two minutes to come up to temp and actually idle nicely and not stumble anymore. It does like temperature, though. Like, the the warmer it is, the better it runs, I noticed. And I think it has to do with the fact that it was tuned in the South Bay, which is a warmer climate than where we than San Francisco in particular. Mm. So, I don't know. That's my, my theory. Um, uh, or it could be a car Winter thing. is coming, and you're going to be Winter's coming changing, the, you know. Well, the irony is that it's winter is warmer in San Francisco than the summer, so <laughs> we'll, well see. But I mean, fall in still, it's a matter of months. I mean, February in the city is going to be pretty gnarly. It will be near two thousand. So I have time. You know, there's there's several months there. Um, that is a long time. Yeah. So you know, another. I've been I've been all over the place as usual. Uh, I've been looking at three hundred eight GT four Dinos as well. Um, and um, I saw one uh, in you know that one at Berkeley Cars and Coffee. I forget the guy's that name. The white one, right? The white one, and uh, he's the same guy that has that nine six eight on bring a trailer yeah same guy and uh and so he actually offered to let me drive his car and i just didn't get a chance i really want to drive it and see if that's something i'd be interested in owning but um that is a carbureted car <laughs> again so i don't um going right back into that dude i feel like you should get into the area of new imports now that it's like a 91 dude, new imports california dude we don't, oh, you're work. 25. Well, the the I I do like the Lancia Delta Integrale route. Like that's one car that I'm looking at. Um, it, it's just the, if I I want an Evo, at least an Evo one, and you have to do the LLC bullshit for those cars. Like they they're just you know because they're too new and and it's a huge expense to like actually do like no the, do all right. of them. Yeah. You in California you have to do LLC for every one of those cars. Yeah, well, because so. of the smog, or you pay ten thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Yeah. It's like it's such a huge premium, you know. So and then you still have to get it smogged take... every two years, and that's like and in order to do that, you have to have cats and all that stuff. On yeah, it. yeah. So I mean, you can swap it out. Like you can have like a full exhaust system. Like that's what a couple of people I know do is they have like no. They they have got a very aggressive race setup on their car, and then when smog comes around, they just bolt up the stock setup with the stock hats and shit like well, that. Well, they have that on what Older on cars. on import cars. Not yeah, import. Uh, no, 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 no. But yeah, I'm just well, saying in that's general, totally yeah. different though. These yeah. cars aren't made yeah, for the, the uh, California market LLC ever. Or South Dakota. Or so why, why wouldn't you be able to do that? I don't understand. Because they were never made to work here. They could Wait, never smog here. No, they do. Yeah, so you go down no, south. No, I know. You spend the 10 grand yeah. to bring it to the, to the we're ref. Not, we're not yeah. saying But I'm saying it's more, it's more than that because there's still like it's a tricky car to smog. Right, but if beyond, you have all, beyond just having that stuff, because so, you're you're supplementing, you're adding O2 sensors, you're doing all this stuff. Too. Yeah. So on top of like... On top of an older car being hard, that car was made to be smogged in California, and then you have it even harder because you're you're basically retrofitting all this stuff. Right. But I mean that you can you run that you have available to because that's what they do. They make it so that it is smoggable. But no, I, mean, I understand. But it's but like it's like still not. It's not ideal. If we're it's not about ideal. adding no. ten grand on top. I think you just that already South, puts you out. South yeah. Dakota option. Absolutely, that's what it would be. That's yeah. what it would be. Yeah. So. um no, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, it is a it is a deterrent, and that's why it isn't at the top of my list. Yeah. You know, it's like it sucks. It's not something that I would want to deal with. Um, but I mean, Man, those cars are so rad. Delta and Negroli, dude. They're so rad, though. I mean, although I've been talked out of it multiple times they? already. Yeah, they seem like it. I feel like it's I'm forbidden driven. fruit. Haven't driven one. Uh, I, sh- I I you know I I talked to um, Alex about um, what's his name. I'm spacing. 
uh, Randy's car at BAT and, you know, he said he would connect me with him, but he wants a very big premium for that car and, you know, I, I'm not willing to pay for it. So I'm not going to do that, but it would be cool to at least check it out and drive it, uh, to see if it's something that I would really consider. But it is something, as you say, forbidden fruit because it's, it's super rad. I love what it, what it is, but I don't know. I, I don't think I would be disappointed driving it, but who knows? It's hard to tell without actually experiencing it and all that. Um, so yeah, dude, that's where I'm at. Just, you know, move around. Just looking at everything. Does, it doesn't sound like anything's really Yeah, there's, out. he's basically yeah. nowhere. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's gotta be one of these days. Yeah, something will be, it'll, it'll all be. 964, huh? Kinda, that seems a little close to the 993. It does. I kind of, I, I wish he was into Caymans. I kind of want to see him in a Cayman oh, dude, S for no. some reason. I mean, if, if I were to go crazy, I mean, you could go crazy with that car. Like, you could do the suspension up killer. I would mm-hmm. want to do, I mean, I've considered even a 981, which is like, cause you can get a 981 box dress now for like high 30s i've seen him like with with miles you know and that's such a sick car but like i mean i don't know if that's something i would want like i mean i guess the 2002 would fulfill a lot of like the rawness and all that type of stuff but i kind of want i want another car that is still fun and vintage-ish like i, I yeah it kind of stands out in a crowd can yeah. i throw out something that i've been thinking about again uh and i know it's wrong but lotus elise i've been doing searches they're on super cool yeah i, Tell, I okay yeah. call me crazy Cheaper to own than an e-golf over three years. They've been mm. at thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, they're for they're not going to lose years. They're not going to lose. Value. So if I buy one for thirty thousand dollars, drive it for three years, and sell it for thirty thousand dollars, is that not cheaper than? I the don't e-golf? know how much you spent on the e-golf in three years. Um, What's your 7, monthly? Seven hundred bucks. So are you going to spend seventy-seven hundred dollars on maintenance? Probably not. Probably not, dude. It's a Toyota yeah. motor. Yeah, they they do have problems, by the way. <laughs> but I think I think yeah. you're right. But uh, seventy seven hundred bucks. Like air conditioning is supposedly. I mean, if you want stuff like that, do so you have T tops? I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just a here, here's here's a, okay. Besides uh, just highlighting the fact that that's at least a reasonable uh, consider uh, consideration yeah. that uh, it could be cheaper. I mean, that's the thing when you look at. Driving costs, like new cars, are they're depreciating. You're basically just throwing the money away every month, right? Yeah, yeah. right. But but so, you don't have you don't have to pay for maintenance, so you're basically paying the maintenance up front, essentially. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and like a lot of these, the Lotus is just kind of in an interesting spot. A lot of them don't have high miles, and you know, besides a few th- things, like you know, that I'm sure every car has its things. Uh, you could probably get quite a few miles out of it. You know? They've been thirty thousand dollars for ten years. It's crazy or more. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the one thing that uh turns me off a little bit about it is just that I've read I read a review of from Road and Track from back in the day, and it was like, you know, we wish it was a Honda motor instead of Toyota. Like they just weren't as impressed with the motor the way hmm. that it delivered power. Yeah, um, there's. And it feels funny. like it might not be as special as. So it's like want. a Celica GTS motor, is yeah, that motor. It's very similar. But then they did uh, they did some work on it. Yeah. Uh, it's got a Lotus specific ECU and. Oh, uh, that must be nice. They they put a Lotus elect- Electronics. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, the, and the, I think the, it can the funny thing is that the, you know the Honda motor the the swap that people would go with is the K20. They would do the RSX Type S motor. People do those. that swap. Yeah, and so there was also. Um, Seems like there would be a negligible benefit for a lot of work. Yeah, I don't know how, how yeah. intensive it was, but one one option was because power, the right? the a no little bit more power, but the the um 
Remember the early, early leases were not legal in the U.S. They had the yeah. Rover motors, so yeah. they would import those as a body, like some like a special kit, whatever that. Yeah, it was a kit car, like a kit car, and then they would put the K20 in it. Oh, that makes and sense. That was like a loophole, and you would bar that, and oh, then you would have like a rack. I love how those that early was ones look. Super simple, you know, even lighter. Um, I mean, I like Elise's a lot, dude, but like just from driving one and like being in them, they were really so brutal. I really want to drive one. They're I feel so like brutal. I don't, I feel like everyone that has one or not everyone, but a lot of people that have them, I feel like it's one of those cars, like it's people like art, like they'll have the car for a year yeah, and then they end up not really driving it because yeah. it's so uncomfortable and brutal. Like, it's not really good for anything. Yeah. Really? Except for really getting on, like yeah. going on a real spirited drive, but yeah. you, even getting to that drive, it's like, uh. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if you can do like, I mean, this is throwing a lot of money at it, but I wonder how much of it is the chassis and how much of it is just the way that the shocks are set up. Like I, I was considering maybe. Dude, what about the, uh, this? Sorry. I'm totally putting soft that. suspension. Uh, what, no, you just no. put fat tires on it. Put as Whoa. small a wheel as you can. Uh, fat tires. But then you're going to roll all and pressure. stuff. No, I think I would want to go. I would just trying to find like a really nice Olin setup and like have it tuned very well and see if there's an option there to actually really soften it up. I mean, not soften it up, but make it more livable. Like, yeah, but is it more than that? Is that more like bushings and, I think, and suspension? I don't know. You just have to live like, the way it's mounted to you buy it because you want that. I think yeah. it's the only thing. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. I wonder if it's the chassis you, the way you that came it, in yeah, if you don't want the whole that. thing transmits like, yeah. you know, like all the NBH and, and bumps and all that type of so, shit. So two more things on that. One is I think in theory you can sell it for thirty grand, but I think it's a really niche market. Yeah. Like you could you could try you could need to get out of that car. You could have to hold it for sale for a year, yeah, yeah. So one thing is I'm wondering, can you just lowball every Elise that's posted Mm, for sale everywhere? Like lowball by ten grand and just somebody somebody may bite at some point, you know? Yeah. Uh, the other thing that's interesting too is those things go salvage title super easy because yeah, that's what that front me. clamshell which Warren's yeah. preaching about. And yeah, it's all like too. one piece. Yeah, like you Rear mess tool. that up uh, and it's crazy expensive to fix. Um, so a lot of them have salvage titles, and I'm wondering like, <laughs> all you do you hit one deer while you own it. And it's a salvage title, basically. Yeah, that, um, so, that was like, like an even bigger happens, term for me. What happens to your uh, to your investment there? Like, you buy it for thirty grand, you hit a deer, you get a salvage title. Like, I, I, do you do you lose big when that happens? No, they, you have declared value on it, and you get so all your money out. You get thirty fine, grand right? back, and yeah. they take the so insurance the company fine. takes the car. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. The, I mean, so that, I mean, so that's like not something. You just have insurance. The other thing is, if 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 you are impacted by that, then maybe you just buy the one that has a salvage title already. And lowball the shit out of that car when you buy it, and then you know something may happen, but you're you end up with a salvage title either way. Uh, I don't know. That's, I, I mean, that's so f- looking at the downside. Yeah, but and then are you gonna have a harder time selling that salvage title Absolutely, car? I mean, it's yeah. only like it's only gonna be probably like five thousand less or something. And, right. Yeah. Yes, they're not. Yeah, it's not that big of a difference. There's um, one that's for sale right now that's twenty grand salvage title, and it's like. Oh, the multicolored one? Electrical issues, and it's oh, like, okay. I think, it sounds like a flood damage car to me, so. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sounds awful. 20 yeah. grand. Yeah, I just, I, like I remember lot. looking at those when I was considering having one as like a, like a daily in the city, and like, you parallel park everywhere in San Francisco, and people are terrible at fucking parking, yeah. and everyone uses their bumpers to park, and like, yeah. all it takes is one big crunch, dude, right. and that, there you are, so, right. that was like the big deterrent for me back then, and like, I don't know, I, I wonder if I would get back in, into one now, and like, 
it could be a cool two car solution with my 2002. Like, I don't know. I need to drive both it. Both are similar purpose. Though. But the 2002 is way like it's, it's, I want to keep it more vintage feeling. Like it's like, it's, it's not as harsh. It's definitely more, more comfortable. But I would um, say that your 2002 would be the more comfortable car in that scenario. Oh, it, w- it would. No doubt. And, and, that's and, and I yeah, think for sure what you're looking for is something that's going to be more comfortable than the 2002. Maybe. maybe. You are. You're looking yeah. for Dude, like a car yeah, you can drive more. to LA and. Yeah. And kind of drive throughout the winter and drive down here more and stuff right. like that. Have you ever had right? an American car? No. Never. Wow. So the only American car I want is the GT350. And those are, you know, 55 is the cheapest I've seen. But again, then you're getting into the modern car thing. And it's and like, you, I feel you don't like, want a big old GT350. I feel like I would want, that would be like my fourth car or something, you know? Like, <laughs> again, and there's so many, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's like, even like in the Japanese stuff, like, I mean, there's like the Supra, there's the 300 or the 300 ZX twin turbo. There's like those cars, but I don't know. It's like not cool enough. Um, dude, and, you might be running out of ideas, man. It might be time to do like the, uh, AMG GTS. What's that game where you walk around in circles and someone pulls, you sit down spin and spin the bottle? No, <laughs> no. Musical chairs. Musical mm. chairs. I feel like the song you mean, is ending, you about, like just point a finger in a car book. Well, I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, everybody's waiting for the song that, you know, like, when's it, when's are going to run out of options to pick? Like, you gotta, you're going to end up with a car soon and you're going to yeah. run out of ideas. For and then that's when I go into modern cars. Is that what you're saying? Just, no, just I, I think you end up sticking with a car forever. Oh, you know, no. Just, I just don't know what to replace it with. Get a Z, get a 2013 Z28 Camaro. Those are not the end. Out. I don't know, dude. He'll just narrow. I mean, he'll just end up like, settling for a color that maybe isn't his first choice or something get a get a chiffon with the chocolate chiffon 911 SC with a chocolate brown interior wow with 50,000 original miles sports seats that sounds nice it does sound nice so the 968 I was looking at was um uh amethyst have you seen that color it's like a purple Oh yeah, it's a metallic purple with with linen interior, wow. but sports seats. It had like the really beefy sports. It was seats. a nine six eight nine six eight. Huh, uh, ninety th- ninety something thousand original miles. Would be pretty huh. cool. How much yeah. was it? Uh, eighteen. Okay, really nice car. Premium. I mean, Total uh, br- freshly rebuilt transmission. Went through all the synchros. Oh, nice. Uh, all belts. Everything had been Dude, just I, done. I, I kind of yeah. like that choice. Yeah. Um, I think it's still pending. No, that was up yesterday. I really I need saw... to drive one to see if I actually want. One. I've I've only driven one. It drove like shit. But I I think that car was an anomaly. What was that? Oh, just because it was a shitty car? It had no power. It was weird. Yeah. I saw, uh, out of the corner of my eye, driving through the city, um, a 944 with a cage. And like a, you know, like a four-point cage. Yeah. And it looked pretty dope, dude. Well, and 968. I don't know. 968s are rad. I like them a lot. I want, I really want to drive one, like a nice, well-sorted one and see, see how it is. Um, but yeah, I've been looking at old like road and track reviews of the car and stuff. And like, it's interesting to see how like their perspective is like, you know, like it is a very good car, but like, you know, it's too know, expensive like, it's, for the competition. Yeah, yeah. competition. Like, cause they competed against like 300ZX Supra. and Supra and stuff. Yeah. And it was like an NA four cylinder with 240, 36 horsepower as yep. opposed to these cars that had 300 horse. Yep. And they were $10,000 cheaper. Yeah. That was like the main gripe. Yeah. $7,000 cheaper. They did talk about build quality though and how nice it was and like mm-hmm. really tight, really well put together. Mm-hmm. And the handling is like 
apparently like super well balanced. It's like, a 944, about, dude. Yeah, same. Yeah, I guess it is. It is exact. Isn't it a 944 S2 like based it's as on an same as any 944? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different body. Yeah, well, it has That's that three liter though. Yeah, with the yeah, two thirty six horse out of a three liter four cylinder. It's a big old four cylinder, yeah. dude. One thing that I've been thinking about is just like a special motor. Like if you could find something with a really special motor, like you're talking yeah. about maybe the three liter, but like yeah. something like what what's out there that's like high compression and really fun. Yeah, I mean a Honda S two thousand. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's not... there aren't that many cars like that. Like yeah. you think S two thousand, like Metzger motor. Like there's there's a short yeah. list of stuff that's well done. Like whatever that Mustang motor is, the new one, right. the Voodoo. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Flat yeah. The nine nine six GT three is still in the mix. I mean, it's just they're, they're spendy, man. I mean, they're it's hard to find one that's under sixty grand. Yeah, Derek and, Yarborough sent one to our Facebook. It was a it was a speed yellow car. Which I don't think you want, no. but it was like I feel like I had like eighty thousand miles, higher mileage, like eighty thousand or something. Yeah, but it was fifty nine grand. Mm. It, the car just didn't like. It was one of those things, you know. It was like placid black wheels because oh, yeah. they had because it had scratches or something. I don't know. It just. Mm. Kind of like things didn't add up, and yeah, I also didn't like that the guy called it a six three, and he's like, well, "I'm getting a seven three. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You, you're abbreviating nine nine six. Oh, what the GT three? <laughs> oh, weird. With a, no, I was just over it. Yeah. That I was like, I don't like this guy. Yeah, so. I mean, those are rad. I really want to drive one, and as I said before, like I'm not a hundred percent sold on the aesthetics, but like, dude, they're amazing. The drive, drive might, might, yeah, might push they're me like over the, the edge. Sharpest. They're the sh- one of the sharpest driving cars. Yeah, that's what I hear. Like, everything about it. It's like the way the motor revs. Like, you just barely have time to think. Yeah, you know, it revs that fast before you shift. Like, and the steering, everything's just, I mean, it's kind of, it's a very race car. Mm. I like it. Very race car. Uh, is it that time? I think so. All right. Who's going to do the honors? I'm not. All right. Trivia time. Trivia time. Trivia time. So, uh, Road and Track just um, put out an article today. Uh, have you guys heard of Sam Smith? Yep. That Sam Smith. That Sam Smith on Instagram. Yeah. He shared a little uh, on Instagram. He shared this, and um, I read the article, and it was pretty cool. So, it's basically they're at Spring Mountain Motorsports uh, Ranch. Down in Southern California. Yeah. I think that's Southern California, right? Or is that the one in Vegas? I think it's in Spring Mountain's near Vegas. Yeah. Okay, so that's the one in Vegas. Um, they're taking basically um, Jag, like sports cars or full on race cars versus modern SUVs around the track. And he's okay. driving them and doing lap times in them. Like old race cars or new old, race? old race cars versus brand new SUVs, okay. like, like okay. the Jeep so Trackhawk and stuff the, like that. The new cars are the Jaguar F Pace S, the BMW X5 M, and the um, Porsche Macan GTS. These are all 2017 model cars, 
and they took a vintage race car from the uh, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Nice. Okay. So the 50s car is a Jaguar D-Type. Whoa. So they did Jaguar D-Type versus the Jaguar F-Pace. These guys are just looking for an excuse to get a D-Type. They made this entire thing just so they could drive That's a a really cool article, though, because, you know, it's kind of like we were talking about with the Honda Odyssey versus the 356. Yeah, yeah. the from the sixties they had a nineteen sixty seven Porsche nine eleven S race car. Nice. And from the seventies they had a nineteen seventy two BMW three point oh CSL. It's the white one with that orange kind of art livery. Yeah, yeah. You seen that one? Mm-hmm. I can't picture that. Um but yeah. So they took all these cars around Spring Mountain and lapped them. All right. So out of those three modern SUVs, which one do you think was the quickest? X5M. I'll do the Macan GTS. X5M is it? Oh, nice. Right. So it, I mean, I think I was like 500 so horsepower power, or something yeah. like that. I feel like they've been in the game for a little while doing this crazy SUV thing. So it lapped uh, Spring Mountain in 153.44. Okay. Uh, the Macan was 155.29, and the F-Pape was... F pace S was one fifty nine seventy nine. Not surprising. Oh. All right. So the other ones, I mean, it's I mean, fifties, sixties, seventies. Obviously, cars progress right. throughout the. So it, yeah. it, it's kind. Of, I mean, it's kind of inevitable. But um, but the Porsche versus Beamer. I mean, I say Porsche might win that. Huh? So um, Porsche versus Porsche. Which car do you think won? Oh, Macan okay. versus nine eleven S. Macan. Hmm. I'll go with Macan. <clears throat> Porsche 911S. All right. Yeah, by how, by how much? Good. It got a 152.46. Whoa, that's Compared that's to 155.29. Damn, that's massive. Um, And remember, the X5 was a 153.44. Yeah. So it was a you know, good second. It was a little over a second or a, right at a second quicker than the that's awesome. BMW X5M. <laughs> um. BMW versus X5, you already know from that who won. But the uh, BMW CSL lapped it in 147.73. So it was the fastest car out there. That's super Dang, fast. Dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Roll to the other ones. And then the Jaguar D-Type was... Um, what do you think? Was it faster or slower than the Let's F- guess F-Pace? the Jaguar D-Type time. Yeah. So the F pace was a one fifty nine seventy nine, right? right. And so the one, fastest car on the track was a was the BMW uh, CSL three, CSL at one forty seven seventy three. So shit, I mean, is it a landslide? Did the all the old? I'm gonna say one fifty six for the D type. Damn, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like one of the one of the old cars had to lose. So I'm gonna say one sixty. One sixty. That would be two. Wait, wait. So you said what was wasn't the F pace one fifty nine? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, that's a valid Oh, God, so two minutes. There's gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, two minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, two minutes and two seconds, point ninety six. So and two seconds, huh? Basically, two minutes and yeah, three seconds. Yeah, 50s tech. Nothing was designed for, like, more... And that thing was, like, crazy yeah, powerful, too. But that was also more designed for, like, like uh, that's the old Well, tires, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, I guess so. it wasn't Lamar only, but yeah, because I mean, it was definitely a straight line speed car. Like that thing topped out at 180 or something like that. Yeah, it, it yeah. was. It was like 180 miles an hour. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. Right. So, 
Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting though. That but I think the, like I think the old cars did pretty well actually. Considering, they did. yeah. Like, I mean, considering these cars are like, I mean, a, like a, a Macan GTS and an X5M. Those are they're they're crazy horsepower. They're doing powerful. as well as they can do as well. They're they're not like holding back, and those things are crazy power too. Right, but also and easy to drive with all crazy these crazy tire, and, independent suspension, four yeah. wheel disc brakes. Tech. Like the only killer brakes yeah. is the center of gravity. Uh huh. Right, but there's a and lot of weight. Overall weight, weight, and weight, yeah. a, and it's carrying everything else. Right, you got AC, you got comfort up the ass. They probably have cooled and heated seat, ventilated seats, and all that type of shit. Yeah, it is impressive. Both are impressive, right? Both both sides really. Yeah, Same. exactly. Yeah. It's impressive that a brand new SUV can keep up with these like. You know, cars that are probably like are super sketchy on the limit, and Sam Smith is you know sliding them around turns. Like he wrote, um, Sam Smith wrote on the Instagram. He said, "For Run Track's 70th anniversary, we took uh, three iconic race cars from a magazine's golden era, put them up against three SUVs from the same company. Um, I put the helmet on and started asking questions. The questions uh, might not be what you expect, but." A sliding 67911S is still a magical thing. So, and that's the picture of the Oh, sick. S. That's a beautiful Getting car. Off. Yeah. Oh, that's the one that, uh, isn't that? Oh, I don't know. It looks like the one of the ones that was at the that track Patrick last week. Long drives. Yeah, but I that was like number, number 30. So that's a 2.4? Or something like that. Those are 2.4 cars? Uh, 67 it would be a 2 liter, right? Oh, it's a 67? Yeah. Oh, shit. Super short wheelbase. Short wheelbase, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a podcast. It is. Um, it is. I did not add one thing. Uh, you know, I helped Brian sell those, uh, Mercedes one way or another. And part of that deal was that I was going to get a Becker Mexico radio that our buddy, uh, Walter Michael Wood had given him for the Benzo. And that's going to go into 2002. And I have it here finally. Thing looks cherry, dude. It's so nice looking. I'm pretty amped on it. Yeah, like I, I don't have on the stereo. I'm pretty <laughs> amped. On, I don't have a, an actual like provision for the stereo. Like it's just I have a center console with an ashtray. My car didn't even have a stereo, so it was like a super base model. So where did the stereo go on those? So it goes directly below the ashtray. Like if you look at cars that do have them, um, there's just like a little. I mean, there's no actual din. You just oh, okay. you, you like screw it into the sides or some shit. Huh. But uh, but yeah, I'll throw it in there. I don't have any speakers, so uh, but. <laughs> Our buddy uh, at Google Works is actually yeah. He um, makes those under dash uh, speaker yeah, things, right? Yeah, I've been on the fence of like whether or not I dig those. I think um, that's kind of cool because yeah. it's totally hidden, right? Yeah, it is. It is pretty concealed. So, yeah. um, you know, one thing there's these little notches. There's like a little switch on the side of How the. How cool is that one with all the word the. So this switch, uh, you, you you flip it up for country, suburb, and city. So for I guess for different receptions or some shit, yeah. or like uh, yeah. sensitivity or something. Yeah, Lane thought. My it was first thought there. was like type of music. Oh, like country music, suburb, <laughs> urban music. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, this thing's got to be what forty years old, and everything feels super nice still. And the chrome's really nice, and everything too. Yeah, dude, I, something's up with the. Yeah, part, something right? is up with that. It needs a uh, like a stopper or something. I don't yeah. know. Is that a cassette or a track? That's cassette, right? Cassette. Yeah. Yeah. Lane and I were talking before, and I, in my opinion, it's like a little too classy for the 2002. It is definitely something that I think you would see more in an E9, maybe. But um, my 2002 is pretty classy. No, I think it's nice. It'll it'll match. You have a little chrome pieces here and there, and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty yeah. pretty pretty amped on it. I'm uh, voltaged. Sorry, I just blew it. All right, later. That's podcast. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you. Please rate and review on iTunes. Thank you. Come again. And come again. Yes. And try slow. Bye-bye. Try slow. My name is what? Chicky Chicky Slim Arthur.